You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Oh my God. Listen up, ragamuffins. We encourage each and every one of you to drink deeply from the cup that is Fair Riverdale. Your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello. Right of Hobo. Welcome to Thistle House. Shove it, Hell. Now for the main course. So we've built up, we've had four episodes of this alternate something. We didn't know what it was. I I, I was just wondering how long this is going to go on. Does anything matter? Because in this show, like crazy stuff like this happens, but it sticks. It, 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 they do this stuff a lot for real. And, and like in this, it doesn't feel like how could any of this stick or you know yeah it doesn't it can't all of this can't you know be going on so but then we get to see what the heck is going on in chapter 100 the jughead paradox wow i read that monumental episode 100 again we said never could believe it went there yeah Written 100%. by showrunner Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. So you know it's important. And also premiered on TV the same week as Spider Man No Way Home. Yes. Which shared many similar I, multiversal themes. Yes. I was not expecting this. I did not know they were going to go here. I, I mean, obviously they were doing a different, some sort of parallel or odd timeline or some weird thing, but it's Riverdale. You don't think you're not thinking, I'm not thinking like this until this episode. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then when they started pulling out the Tobey Maguire stuff, you know, the doing the, that kind of stuff, Andrew Garfield shows up, you know, I was like, so my, my brain has please. overloaded it by this point. I don't have, I barely remember even what happened, but I remember being amazed. <laughs> I saw them both on the same day. I went to the theater and watched Spider-Man. <laughs> came home. I was like, oh, I've got a Riverdale on my on my DVR. That is like I watched the... them both within like six hours. You I... have done a cliff. You did a cliff. Cliff, you did this once years ago. Do you remember what you watched? No, but I did the same thing Jordan did because we were at the same showing of Spider-Man. And then like <laughs> I remember having this conversation with him. We were like, oh my God, this is too much. But yes, I I did do it before you, with something else. Yes, you you just finally. I'm gonna have to do this to myself. May, screw with it was my brain. Something really sad. No, right? he he watched yeah. some two really huge things in the same day. Yeah. they were the two biggest things happening that week. He wa- he watched the back Game of back. Thrones finale. Oh, and a new Star Wars movie, I think. Whatever yeah. Star Wars was out of the time. Was... He watched both of them in the same day. <laughs> and I was I was like, oh my gosh, that's go that was quite a home. double feature. And then you freaking I think you may have outdone him. Like, that's crazy. Wow. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Jughead comes out. The following isn't an imaginary story. Not an imaginary story. It, it starts, starts with a corpse, with a corpse on a country, on a road. country road. And you see this corpse laying there, and it's holding what appears to be a 
comic book. I was like, I'm listening. Uh, well, in the town of Rivervale, Archie, Archie Andrews, Andrews has somehow just come dead. back from the dead. Archie. Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry I woke you, Betty. Betty had a nightmare. No, it's okay. I was having a nightmare. What was it about? She wakes up and he's laying there beside her. Right where they were when the explosion happened five episodes ago or whatever. You know, that, was this was when things you. started going crazy was when the explosion happened. Well, now they're waking up in bed and she has just had a nightmare and it was uh, the whole town sacrificed you. <laughs> uh, Fangs wakes up. He had a dream that TT was drowning. Sorry, I woke you, Fangs. Oh, I was just having this crazy-ass dream. You were drowning, and you came back as a ghost. Was I trying to hurt baby Anthony? She's like, was I trying to hurt baby Billy? <laughs> or baby Anthony. But all Uncle I baby do, Anthony. I was like, yeah. was I trying to... You were trying to put a toad in his mouth. Um, <laughs> so Veronica had a dream and Reggie says, was I dragged to hell in it? I was having the strangest dream, Reggie. Did I get dragged to hell in it? Yeah. What are you doing in my room? I had the most frightful dream, child. Same. I... You and I swapped bodies for some reason. Nana had a dream. Cheryl's like, yeah, it was like Freaky Friday. They're all remembering little bits and pieces. Jughead has a dream, wakes up, starts going down the stairs, and the windows smash in. He woke up in Archie's garage, and he walked home to his apartment with Tabitha. So it's like, and he in the in the Riverdale, he was living in Archie's garage. Yeah. Now, and he walks from there over to where he's living in Rivervale. So Tabitha says, you know, your nerves are probably because you're back teaching. You got to go back to school teaching. So that sets up Jughead's walking in as teacher. Oh, I love this scene. Oh, walks in, and here comes Kev with. Betty, Veronica, they just walk by him, you know, they're students, you know, it's just walking by. They get, he looks in the music room and there's Archie with Miss Grundy and <laughs> Archie winks at him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? But then TT walks by. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought for a second it was like he season one or something, but yeah, TT walks by and he sees it. Then he sees himself at the water fountain and his hat. Yeah, his old I hat. Was like, I was like, "What's going on?" He goes in the bathroom, has a splash of water on his face. I did too. I went in the bathroom, splash of water on my face. What's happening? <laughs> and Benjamin Button is there. What comes out of the stall and starts washing his hands. <laughs> hey, Jughead. What's up? And I was like, just, so I could feel my fingers tingling, like, this is, this is getting electric already, you know? You're Ben Button? 
Of course I am. Who else would I be? Ben, you died. He says, wait a minute. You You're jumped fine. out of the window when you sacrificed yourself to the gargoyle king. But you jumped out the window for the gargoyle king. Thinking of that dude from Stonewall Prep. And he's like, no, you're thinking something. Mr. Mr. Chippy. Yeah. No, no. You did it first. Maybe you hallucinated it. Yeah, maybe I'm just hallucinating all this. FYI, daytime hallucinations are a symptom of paranoid schizophrenia. But listen, have an awesome day. Yeah. They show Mr. Chippy dive out <laughs> yeah. the steak last yeah. week. <laughs> And I was like, I wanted to go jump out a window. Like, this is the best. I wanted to be like a third timeline over here. This is crazy. So he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And he's like, no, wait a minute. You did it first. And then they show him in the lounge. And they say, say they got to get ready for the weekend for the wedding. And he's like, who's getting married? She's like, they're like, like, he's crazy. Wedding. Who's getting married? Awkward. <laughs> Jug, Betty, and I are getting married this weekend, and you're my best man. Me and Archie's like, me and Betty are getting married, you know? So it's their, it's the modern people yeah. there. And you're the best man. Yeah, you're <laughs> the best man. And he's like, so then Betty gets, gets a phone call from Dr. Pearl. Impeccable timing, as always. He says he has found a quarter. Yes, Dr. Pearl. Miss Cooper. I have some very distressing news. This afternoon, I received a corpse. What you talking about, Dr. Pearl? Jughead Jones's corpse. Is this more of your gallows humor, Doctor? Because I'm looking right at Jughead, who is very much alive. That's not possible. Look, if you're still upset about not being invited to my wedding, get over yourself. Goodbye, and please stop harassing me. Hey, you okay? Yeah, Dr. Curdle's attempt at humor, I guess. He claims that your body is on his slab, which is obviously impossible because I'm talking to you. So at the morgue, Jughead, she tells Jughead, and he goes to go look at his dead body. And I was like, Zach or Cody, who's laying there? <laughs> we can do this up. They should have got a shot of both of these guys, you know. So, so we got like this doppelganger here dead. And the doctor says, uh, it's a paradox. <laughs> Immediately. He says, He's like, it's a paradox. It's a, obviously, you're here and here's you're dead. Can't be twins. No such <laughs> thing ever happened. Uh, he says, I, it was strangled on the lonely highway. Jughead says, keep the body on ice. I got to figure this out. So he goes... Now he's at the town side. And on one side, it says Rivervale. There's no place like home. Welcome to Rivervale. There's no place like home. And there's an infinity sign on it, like a little infinity sign. And then on the other side, it's like you're looking at the back of a sign. You can see through it. So it's like backwards words. But you can tell that that sign says River. Welcome to Riverdale, the town of Pep. So, ooh, we're getting a, mm -hmm. some crossover here. Well, I had written down Dr. Curdle not invited to the wedding with his gallows humor. Did they did they disinvite him from the wedding because they thought it was a joke or something? <laughs> yeah, Betty totally yeah, I, played yeah, Betty it off like that. he was some kind of creepy stalker guy yeah. that keeps calling her. And I was like, you keep paying him, he keeps calling. 
Yeah. Uh, we found out that this comic, this magazine that he had in his hand, was the Rivervale comic, the Jughead Paradox. He takes this from the body. Uh, I like how uh, I was studying the cover. It's just like, I wish I had the time to. I know it was on a deadline, but I wish I would have time to stop and study every cover because there's some good ones. <laughs> there was one moment in this episode where I freaking paused it and just had to let the laughing stop before I could press it, play again. You'll you'll know when we get there. Like, it was re- so great. But um, the it says, like, America's typical teenagers. <laughs> uh, so he goes and grabs his short box and going <laughs> through it, and he pulls, starts pulling out issues. And we got Jason there in the water with a bullet hole in his head. Philip Doyle plays with gun. So we got Barbethel. <laughs> and this was a great cover. You got Barbethel. Sorry, that's a callback crossover with Bernard yeah. from Westworld. Ethel. We got you got Bar, Bar, no Barbethel, and you have this. We're crossing over things here. Um, and you have Black Betty on the cover. It, uh, it was I would buy that issue. Um, <laughs> Could have made the list. He starts reading back from the beginning. Like, oh, these were great. Um, so he reads through the whole thing, reads all of the stories that have happened up to this point until he gets to right now and he see gets to the page of him reading and it's infinite hymns reading. It's mm-hmm. like mirrors, holding mirrors together. You know, it's just like him reading forever, turns the page, nothing. That hasn't been written yet, basically. Next page is black. So... The first night, 95 comics are the Dale, and then the last five are Vale, mm-hmm. parallel universes. So the very meta yeah. 95 episode, each issue is an yeah, episode of the Dale. So good. So I was just eating it up with a spoon. So Tavis says, we're, we live in a parada- parallel universe. No. So anyway, he, he, he's trying to tell Tabitha and he, she, he says, read this stuff. So she reads all the columns. So he takes the explosion comic to Archie and Betty, the one where the where this the was bomb. when it happened mm-hmm. at the end of issue ninety five or whatever, probably. So they, and and then he goes to Veggie, and oh my gosh, I died when he showed when this cover gets shown. Of the Ram wrestling Archie, <laughs> and the the that and the that drawing is so funny. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I just stared at it like, and she goes, according to this comic, my dad terrorized the Riverdale for years. <laughs> But he died. This is so good. But he died the night before my quinceanera. <laughs> and what, Cliff? Yeah, no, I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you. You watch this today, <laughs> Jordan. What? He died the night before her quinceanera. And then, as a throwaway line, we were so distraught, we had to cancel what? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's so i just came i just it's not even like a twist on anything she just comes out and says 
Uh, I, we were so distraught. I had to cancel the Jonas Brothers performance at her kids. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh my gosh. So uh, they, I, I, is this where they say, and they're digging back through, he says, further back, my memory is hazier, which mm. I felt was a very mm-hmm. me feeling of like, you know, I, yes. I'm trying to remember these plot points. Like, you know, the further back, I think, uh, you know, did this ridiculous stuff all happen? I know it did because right. it exists and that there, and a record of us talking about it exists. But, you know, the longer we go yeah. on to this, my memory gets hazier. So Jug's in the same boat on that. I took it as looking at some of those covers as, you know what? This podcast has done this show exactly right. We found all the important stuff <laughs> and yeah. made a joke about it when everybody, well, I won't say everybody. Honestly, but, yes. Honestly, as this is happening, I'm yeah. right there. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, we are clicking with this. Yeah. Like they are bringing up things that we particularly thought were funny right. or stuck out. And, and there's a certain point when something happens that I was like, just say it. Just say it. I want. I was like, we're so close that I. I'm wanting them. It's not going to happen, but I. I'm wanting them to reference the podcast. Like I'm wanting them to to be like, say something we said. You know, on here. Yeah. Uh, I was like, because I felt like we were there. They were so close. And I feel like Cliff. After we saw Spider-Man together, I remember texting yeah. about how this show was. This show was written for us. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah, we had that whole <laughs> yeah. conversation. That's what I remembered was we went and saw Spider-Man so, and then talked about this episode. Like, how nutso <laughs> is this? Yeah. So they said, uh, they just they figure out that in the Dale timeline, the Ram is the Darth Vader. Yeah. And then, so who is the Darth Vader in this timeline? That's the mystery. So... Lou Cipher. Lou Cipher. Yeah, what a that was stupid. So Reggie is looking at the comic book. I love it. And this is when I, this is when I was like, I stood up. I was like, are they really gonna do this? I could not believe it. I was like, this is not happening right now. How come I look different? What do you mean? I mean. I look like two different people. Look. He says, why do I look different? (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, the sky's the limit. But, you know, here we go. Both devastatingly handsome, but other than that, that that might be an anomaly. And and Jughead says, it's an anomaly. Just throw away. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. They're not going to do it. Like, I'm crushed. It's an anomaly. And they go to, I'm like, oh, I, I really was so sad. I sat back down and was like, I was like, they really, I thought they were going to go for it. Oh, little did I know. So have you shown these to Cheryl? Cheryl, she's reading it. She's like, you're telling me that Kevin and Moose canoodled and found my dead brother while they're out there. So according to this horrid pamphlet, Kevin Keller and Moose Mason discovered the corpse of my dead brother whilst secretly canoodling in the woods. And, yeah. and she's like, well, that does doesn't sync up, with your up you ghoul-lunatic. To begin with, JJ's not dead. What are you talking about? That's impossible. Well, 
She said, because JJ's not dead. And she's mm -hmm. sitting there talking to Jughead. I mean, your life was basically defined by his death. I don't know what to tell you, but I can assure you he is still very alive. No, he's dead. You had a funeral for him, and then you talked to his corpse for months. And he said, yeah, he is. He died, and then you talked to his corpse for a while. And then in comes walking Jason in, in, in his tennis outfit. Oh, hey, Jacob. I didn't know you were here. Ready to hit the court, court share, share. Yeah, I just need a minute. He's and winks at her with this weird sure. twin whatever tall. thing they got going on. I was just like, and the way he said something, first off, I was like, this guy's not a very good actor. But I, mean, I was like, what a moment, though, for him to be there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's never spoke in, an, uh, yeah. in any episodes yeah. up until this point. Right. But wow. And, and I like she... Uh, she called comics horrid pamphlets. <laughs> this, this horrid pamphlet. <laughs> like the Shoney stuff, yeah. Uh, so, we, we had, says, we had an in-memoriam of him in the yearbook. No, we didn't, Hobo. We didn't. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, my beloved and very much alive twin brother and I are off to play doubles. Toodles! And feel free to see yourself out. He's like, I got a hunch. And he goes and gets the yearbook when he's alone, and it's still in there. So he's like, well, well. So two things at once are happening. So Veggie are hanging out, and there's a knock at the door. Damn, you're all knotted up, babe. What gives? Jughead. He triggered me with all that talk about my father. Yeah. Donnie Darko's the worst. I got you, though. How can Reggie make it all better? Hey, babe. Miss me? Hey, babe. Miss me? It's season one, Reggie. Is back, baby. <laughs> Reggie from the Dale comics, the early Dale comics. How could this? How could you have ever thought this far into the future that this could possibly happen? I never could. I never could. <laughs> like, like I don't even remember what was the deal. What was the deal? Why that guy left? Like, I'm curious. He, he yeah. left to do what was that show on Netflix? Um, about suicide. Oh, oh okay. But it was a Reason, big hit. Reasons yes. why that show. Was it Reason, 13 Reasons Why. 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, he, because I, I was couldn't remember whether they'd left, he'd left on any bad terms or anything. So I was like, they, this could have one night worked or, you know, nope. He's back, baby. And then we get Jughead's trying to check out a book, The Philosophy of Parallel Universes. What's already been checked out and not returned by Dilton Doily. Uh -oh. and, and then you stood up again. Like, we're I said, we're I finally going to learn. I was like, I, that's a, this is where I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, here we go. We're so close to them referencing us. Like, like all I could hear was Dilton Doily plays with guns. Is that, you know, it, it, thing. And then, uh, uh, all I could he think about was he, we were going to finally know why Dilton stabbed himself in the leg. 
<laughs> exactly. That's what Go I was getting to. That issue. That's what I'm getting to. Get that's what. I, that's the exact reference yeah. that I was waiting on. Yeah. I was like, oh, so so he's like he teaches physics now, and of course he weirdly has long hair, <laughs> which was amazing, <laughs> and Barbethel is his teaching assistant, and he. He believes Jug. He's a you know trying to soothe Jug a little bit. I Instantly. believe you, you know. I believe you. And he's like, yeah, I believe you. And it, and so they kind of talk about it. And Jug's like, I think it's like a Big Bang type thing. And there was a Big Bang, and this was created, and kind of warping. But this new veil, new veil has like a sense of doom in it and stuff. So Dilton's telling him that don't do anything. He's trying to convince him not to do anything. Just forget it. There's nothing you can do about it. It's like, but it's a paradox. He's like, ah, it's an anomaly. He's like, he's like, people were murdered. I was murdered. He's like, call the cops. You know, but don't do anything about this parallel thing. And then we get the Reggie. You didn't, you didn't do anything in my bunker, did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we get the Reggie's trying to figure it out. So we got Reggie Prime. They don't want to hang out at home, so Reggie Prime goes to the bachelorette party. For he was he was only in three issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah the he other guy to... was in dozens. Yeah, he goes to Betty's bachelorette party, and he's the stripper, of course. Yeah, and then the uh, second Reggie goes to the bachelor party. Archie's there, and this I swear to God, this is they kept racketing it up a notch. This scene, like. I lost my mind. I thought it was so, I thought it was so sketch. I, I can't believe they were doing it. Like I thought it was sketchy to go here. All right. Like, you, you're you going to have to remind me the details. Cause all I wrote down is Fred at wedding footage used again. Yeah. That's all I wrote down. Mm -hmm. but what, what I can't remember the context. He says, I can believe it. I can believe it. So Archie's there and, and Jughead goes up and he's like, I've been thinking about my dad. And I was like, holy shit. And it shows, he, he says he would have loved this. And it shows he, footage of Luke Perry with them at a wedding. In Which that was old an memory, early, an early like flash forward, yes, to his wedding. Yeah, very early in the series, yeah. he looked in a, a glimpse at a possible future of them all getting married. Right, yeah. and this was genius too. I guarantee it wasn't his idea when he did that, but to have used that flash forward to for this was genius. But man, was it borderline sketchy because that guy's dead in real life you know so i'm like what are you doing but what is what more would archie be thinking about and he's thinking about that and he's like he he would have loved this and it's like yeah literally that character was dreaming about going to his son's wedding i'm like come on I, I I have circled here. Question mark. No way. <laughs> I can't believe this is what 
you know, at, I'm losing my mind about this. At this point in the episode, after the original Reggie, uh, Dilton Doily comes back, and then we have this scene. I'm like, are they going to say Senior Archie on this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> She so so he says. Would it have been more surprising when he says the line? <laughs> when he says the line here, they show this footage, and then they show a close up of Luke Perry from that footage, and then Archie says, "I keep thinking he's going to show up for my wedding," and I'm like, "Dylan's here," <laughs> you know? I'm like that close. I'm like, Dylan. What if Luke Perry showed up with really long hair, like Dylan? Yeah. yeah. Dylan, like are they going to do something like i'm literally yeah. this i think are they going to you know make a miscalculation but are they going to do something with footage you know like i did not know what was happening but i was here for it let me tell you so then we get veronica at home well, and see, she's here here is where i thought they crossed the line and we're all we're just right on that edge Veronica wants an all reg thruple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on. The night is young. Let's dance. Who wants to dance with me? Who wants to dance with me? And they got two Reggie's sitting there Thank looking you, like, what the Reggie. hell? I knew I could count on you. So Reggie Prime gets up and starts Come dancing on, sexy with her. And she's Don't like, we shy. can have a sweet thing here, the three of us. You know, we could have a sweet thing here, the three of us. Nobody has to know. Reggie's like, I'm not used and to And here, sharing. I stood up for my couch. <laughs> Sorry, Ronnie. Well, yeah, I, I thought it was that. I'm not used to sharing. Oh. oh. Yeah, well. It was neither. very, it was a lot. You know what, guys? The irony is, Veronica Lodge is more woman than either of you can handle alone. I couldn't believe how much time was left. And how slow it was going by, I felt like they're just spitting <laughs> a lot in here. So then we get the lounge again. They're all hungover the next day. Um, and Cheryl says the Black Hood kidnapped Jason. Well, okay. That's happening in this timeline. Mm -hmm. And Jughead says, well, I know where he holds him. The White Worm. Get Sheriff Keller. They go bust it into the basement. Save Jason. The Black Hood shows up with some Bagoli's Italian pizza. <laughs> I was just like, he's just got a pizza. <laughs> and he goes to pull his gun and Sheriff Keller blows him away. And I'm I'm like, I all all I think is what, what did he did he shoot Luke Perry before or after in this timeline? Like would this have made Senior mm. Archie not die? Yeah. I'm like, are they setting this up? What is happening? That's the first thing on my mind is everything is about that. You know? So Jughead says, whoever's under the mask in this timeline probably killed Cody. <laughs> and 
Uh, the Veil Big Bad is not the Ram, so who is it? Whips off the mask. Clifford Blossom? Mm-hmm. Nope, but that's what, we, that's what we've got to go on right now. So the Reggie, Reggies are wrestling back at the Pembroke. <laughs> Veronica grounds them. <laughs> she says, you're both grounded. They say, no fair, and call each other idiots in unison. Uh, back at the pops, we get the rehearsal dinner and the thunder is there with Hal. Yeah. And she, and she is, you know, so proud of her daughter and the man she picked to marry and Hal starts to give his speech and the doorbell jingles. And I'm like, is, I know that it's not guys. I'm grabbing you by the side of the face. Like, (laughs) I know it can't be. Luke Perry walking in. I'm not stupid, but, but when the when the doorbell jingled, I thought it's Luke Perry. Like, what else would they be doing? You know, they've set it up, and that's all I could think about. So, but no, it's not him. It's Tony. No, was it, who was it? Yeah, it's Tony. She's dead, strangled. She said. Yeah, yeah, Cheryl. Yeah. Cheryl was dead. So FBI Betty collects hair off of Cheryl. Immediately, Bughead is there on the case. Jug on the is taking He's taking photos. Pictures. Yep. And she's collecting hair. Uh, and Jughead is thinking, I can't do nothing, Dilton. Is Dilton the big bad? Why did he want me to not do anything? So he goes to the school. And Dilton says, I had to see what happened. The universes are expanding into each other. I stabbed myself in that gag fight. It's the, it, 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 I'm like, say it, just say it, just say you stabbed yourself in the gag fight. It's like he does. He doesn't say it, but I like yeah. to think he said it. Yeah. Um. Then he starts coughing up foam. Yeah, blue foam. Barbas poisoned his grape juice. Oh, Ethel. <laughs> Everybody that knows Ethel knows she was Barb. It's, she's more famous for being Barb. I don't feel bad. Ethel. I snuck poison into his grape juice. Why? Because he was willing to let everyone in two universes die just so he could study what happens when the twin verses implode. Ethel, do you know how to save these universes? Of course I do, Jughead. Well, one of them. The prime one. I can save Riverdale. So, Barb <laughs> Ethel says, I can save the Dale. Now, who would have thought that when we started this, that we were going to have Ethel Muggs swooping in to save the day? Princess Barbethaline to the rescue. Exactly. <laughs> so, at the Pembroke, Veronica goes back home where she's left the dogs out, basically. She left the bulldogs out playing in the apartment, and they shot each other. Reggie? (laughs) (laughs) Reggie's? That's perfect. That's got to be some kind of physics problem. Two two Reggie's do not occupy the same space. Yes, the prime and the pocket Reggie's. Dim, egotistical, narcissistic morons.
Atlas. I didn't mean with a duel. But basically, they're back at the school. Bar Barbara and Jughead are figuring this out. The they've got the infinity symbol we saw on the sign, and they got the prime in the pocket. Universe is up there. They need to recreate the circumstances that happened to create this pocket universe. We had the good. All these powers were in effect. We had the good goodness of Archie and Betty doing it. We had the <laughs> badness of the Rams hate. We had Jughead in the garage underneath creating something. We had a hunk of palladium. So we had science and magic, Cheryl's curse on the town, all of it coming together. And they said, if we do this, we, we will just stop being. They're not going to like die. They'll just stop being. So Betty says, no, Barb says, we just have to blow up Archie and Betty. Yeah. And Jughead says, what if it's me and Veronica? And all I could think was hot tub time. <laughs> remember the kiss? Oh, yes. Wow. I remember the, I remember recording that episode talking about all that hot tub time machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so good. Good times, guys. Good times. <laughs> so... He goes to talk to Veronica about it. She's like, we won't die. It's like, nope, we'll just cease to exist. But the Dale will go on. And the universe of high school dances, masked serial killers, football and milkshakes and musicals and cults and diabolical board games and murderous nuns. All of it. All of That's it. That's a podcast. Perfect. Veronica says, all right, let's make out to save the universe. Can we do it during the wedding? Because I'm not really in the mood. Yeah, I hear that. Same. Here's to Vughead becoming canon. Here's, here's to Vughead becoming canon. Yes, oh, this that is was, like... That, yes. that, scene there that scene there was just solid gold that whole thing of what they were saving yeah. how they were gonna save it going back to doing like a, some hot tub time machine stuff <laughs> that that and is stepping out of fiction right in you know you're talking directly to the viewer in let's a very make real bughead canon i was like oh bughead yes uh, uh, so jug is flipping through the yearbook at the andrew's house and Archie comes in. And he's like, that's not happening. I killed Ronnie. <laughs> Immediately. I was like, this is escalating quickly. Like, we just had this great moment. Now you'd already killed her. Yeah. Because uh, you were going to destroy the universe. And then I'm starting to get it. And I'm starting to feel, I was like, yes, put the focus back on this. This is what I want, you know. And Jughead's like, you killed Cheryl and the other Jughead, not Hiram or Clifford or Hal. You know, he's Darth Vader in this. He's like, I'm not a villain. He's not the bad guy. He's like, no one stays dead here. You don't understand. They'll come back. And he's like, is this about your dad? And I'm like, hell yeah, it's about Senior Archie. He says, he won't miss my wedding. And I really, that got to me. Like when he said, 
because the guy's freaking dead like this yeah. is like a killer it's a killer you know that that had to be emotional for them they knew him very well you know yeah i really give him a lot of credit as a whole by not ignoring any of this and taking a very yeah. serious thing and, and putting it into the big 100th episode, making it such a plot point with Archie that, I mean, that that's pretty gutsy to do. <laughs> yes. Well, that's like, that's like when in the Spider-Man thing, like where we were talking about with a moment where there, you know, Andrew Garfield felt like he got crapped on yeah. when he was Spider-Man and they're like consoling him in the fiction of this that universe, you know, about his real stuff. It's just like, I don't know, it's just the meta-ness of it. I love that stuff. So he him saying that, you know, Jug is saying, well, everyone is gonna die everywhere if we don't do something. If these you know expand any further, and Archie's like, Well, you're you're not gonna do anything if there's a chance I can see my dad. And I'm like Man, I get it. So they get a throw down, knock down, drag out fight, and he's choking Jughead. And then Betty blows his brains. <laughs> no quarter. Boom. You don't That's... leave a Cooper at the altar. That's mm -hmm. six seasons of FBI training right coming to head. I was like, wow, she just, uh, she. That's her reasoning, though. He left her at the altar, comes in. He's on Jughead, so she just shoots, shoots him, him in the head. Come on. Come on, Dale. Vale. <laughs> so then we, missed, said, we missed my favorite quote of the episode oh, here. What? Archie saying, bro, I know all the secrets of this universe. <laughs> <laughs> Archie has become some cosmic being, yeah. bro. <laughs> yep. I was wondering if he has any different scars if mm. he loses any in this whole thing. So anyway, Jug says to Betty, we're going to have to do this ourselves. We're going to have to recreate everything So with the bomb. So he's like, she says, but me and Arch, he's like, you know, she's like, you know, because we, you know, so most of this show, it was Bughead. Yeah. But now... She's realize, you know, realizing that for this amount of time in the veil, she was with Archie, and now she ha she feels like she has to tell him because he just wants to go up and do it and set up the bomb. And she's like, "Well, actually," and he says, "Yeah, I read the comics." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Nice, nice line." He read about it in the comics, you know. Then so they go up and start to do it, and another Jughead walks in. So we get narrator Jughead walks in and he's like, we can do this another way. You don't have to do it. And I think that writer Jughead was a little upset about that because <laughs> he was about to do it. Um, so he says, Betty, you can disarm the bomb. She's like, I don't know how. It's like, yeah, you do. F you were an FBI. Remember Polly's bomb? So you can do this. So Poncho Polly. Jughead says, I was in the Pop's chocolate shop in the sky. He was explaining when he died, because he's come back to life. Cody has. And he uh, he was the Pop's chocolate Pop's shop in the sky. And he's sweet her after. He's got his old Jughead crown on. And everybody's there. Everybody that was dead is there. 
No. From the second I walked through that door, I immediately felt at peace. The sweet hereafter pops is a lot like ours, except it, it also sells comics. It's like one of those old-fashioned soda shops. Everything about this pops is old-fashioned. Grab something to read and have a seat. It's all you can eat. On the house, of course. Comic books, that's how I... That's how I think of it is, too. Like, when I was a kid, there was this younger kid that used to, you know, at that age, I was like, I remember being like 12 years old and tell and telling lies to the like eight or nine year olds, like uh, of all just lying to them, you know, anything to swindle them out of something. And but I remember there was like this over by the firehouse, there was like this bolted down door to the ground in some tunnel or whatever. Well, I, I told him that led to this land of comic books and stuff. And you can't go. We have to go. There's a path up here how we get in and stuff. And I, this kid was just like, I want to go to comic book world. <laughs> it's the sweet hereafter. So anyway. So. And that's when I found it. A special comic book that came in between issues 95 and 96. And it bridged the gap between Riverdale and Rivervale. It told the tale of two linked universes and how if that second universe were to become separated from the first, it would die unless a new power source could be found and maintained. He found a comic between issues 95 and 96. I was looking around at all these comic books, all these wonderful stories. It made me realize what that power source could be. And so I resurrected and I came right here. What is the other power source that's going to fuel River Veil after it separates? He figured out what power source could fuel the veil after it separates. Imagination. Imagination. It's limitless and all-powerful. It's boundless and ever-replenishing. There's no fuel more potent, no generator more awesome. I don't understand. I think I do. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is really ridiculous. <laughs> so the opposite of destruction, the bomb, is creation. So Jughead will become a living battery, a story generator. He will have to be in complete isolation. We know where that would be. Yep, I got it. I got just the place. Nobody else is ever going to use it because all the Dilton Doilies die. Uh, she, Betty's like, why not you, other Jug? He's like, I'm the narrator. He's the writer. Bunker time. So... So this is the writer going up his own backside of like, yeah, the world is powered by telling yeah. stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I won't be able to live with myself, Betty says. He's like, actually, you'll forget pretty quick. So Jughead starts writing in the bunker. Uh, Betty and narrator Jughead try the bomb thing again, and they just hug this time. Um, Archie reanimates and starts taking his bat that he, that he guards the house with and starts taking a bat to the bedroom door. Timer hits zero and nothing happens. I was really hoping a bear would pop out and he would have to fight that bear with that bat. A mm. bear is about the only thing missing yeah, from this episode. It really Vegas. was. There's Vegas and hot dog. Come on. Then they resume their lives. Everyone's downstairs when they come downstairs. Spaghetti's getting cold. I wonder if it's from that Italian place. Bagulis or whatever. Jughead and Tab, Tabitha, 
bring his comics into the apartment again. They do it all over again. And then in the bunker, we have Jughead and Ethel. She says, what will happen in, in Prime? And he says, guess we'll never know if anyone did anything to change something. That's very foreboding. And then Betty and Archie are together, and they're about to do it. And the cell rings, her cell rings, and you hear some ticking. And she answers her phone, and a voice says, there's a bomb under the bed. Get out of the house, Betty. And Jughead's writing in the garage when the bomb goes off and blows the windows in. And that's the end of the episode. So that was the end of that several weeks ago. It ended. Yeah. And then we have to see what happens. So episode 101, it kicks off with... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we will wait and get to that at a later date. I haven't watched it. So there we go. That is uh, pretty much up to date. I feel like this episode was like... We said it was for us, but like, yeah, this felt like a reward. Yes. For the mm. fans. You watched 100 episodes of this. This is for you. You 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 invested in this. You 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 went with us. You trusted us to do this ridiculous story. And here you go. Here's a little cherry on the top of all this uh, pancake. Totally agree. It was like it make <laughs> maybe want to tell anybody that I know ever watched some of it to hang in there. Yeah. Like if you've watched if you watched you know much more than half of it, just go for it. It's going to be worth it here to, to watch that 100th episode. Very satisfying, definitely. Yeah, I mean, made me excited time. about it again. Like now, now I hear that. Think of the news that it was renewed, and I'm like, hell yeah, it is. <laughs> I, 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 I was out of time where I would have immediately watched the next next episode. Like I, it's the, yeah. I don't remember the last time I felt like that. Like yeah, I'm usually so tired because I'm writing all this down that I don't want to watch another one right away, but I wanted to start the next one. So I'm reinvigorated on the day. It's a monumental episode for the series, for us. And uh, I, I just, I really thought it paid off. And uh, me too. Like, If they would have stopped it right there. Yeah. Like, I think they thought they were going to get canceled. And if they had stopped it right there, I would have been like, that was a, a good ending. Yeah. Like, like they, that would satisfy me as the ending of that as series. As like a loop, you know, yeah. going yeah. back, you know, you, that, that's a complete. Starts right out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now it's going to end in a mess. Like, you know, it'll now, they'll never oh, be able there, to do something. Yeah. Like that. There's, yeah, there was a little chance of this ever <laughs> being clean. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I mean, how many shows even make it to a hundred episodes? Right. And how many how many shows do you watch a hundred episodes and you're still invigorated by and you still want to talk about and you're still into? I kind I kind of am curious if I I well I I don't know if I I'm pretty sure if there was not this podcast I would never have made it. Oh no, very far even into the second season. Like I doubt I, I would know anything about this show. Like. The I, fact that I'm, I have somebody to talk about, talk it through with. I guarantee I would have never probably watched a single episode 
of this show. Would have never been on my radar, but I specifically remember recording the episode way back in the day, one of our first episodes, and just we were just like, hey, there's this new... Whose idea was it to watch it? I honestly have no idea. I remember watching it just because it's based on a comic, and I wanted to know what it was like, and the commercial seemed like, wow, that's weird. Young, sexy Jughead, okay. Like, I was just curious. I remember seeing previews or something, like, I'm trying to remember that frame of mind. Like, I I was curious. I I was an Archie guy. Like, I'm an Archie comics guy. That's most of my first comics. So I don't remember coming to the podcast, like, wanting to talk about it. Like, I... I remember feeling like I'm sure none of these guys watched it. I, I just I didn't watch it for the podcast, but then we're like, did anyone check this out? I was like, yeah, yeah. that was kind of weird. Yeah, we totally. If you, I'm pretty sure if you go back and listen to it, we only talked about it for maybe like five or ten minutes, but we totally had episode by episode two we had hyped each other up about like oh are you team betty are you team veronica what are we yeah. doing here guys but we still didn't know what it was gonna we, no. what it was it no wasn't clue. anything else yet well yeah. we we were like oh this is an interesting enough there's a mystery okay we're gonna have a mystery but we but also there's all this like hot yeah Riverdale, you know, and, let's do it. And we were talking about it just as any other show, more or less. Like, it was just an episode where we were just talking about, hey, we watched this, or what do you think about that? And what, there's this news story. And very slowly, we talked more and more and more about Riverdale until pretty soon we were at that point where we yeah. were still, we were doing like an hour regular stuff we talk about and then the an app, the second half of the episode would be yeah. an hour of us talking about Riverdale going through screenshots you know line by line by line yeah. and just and now I and now I'm putting on social media I want everybody to call me Bitsy from now on <laughs> like it's just it's gone to its full potential yeah so we have watched 100 hours of this and spent probably 300 hours talking about, about it. it yeah. So oh, yeah. it's part of our lives. It's 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 important to us. We love it. We hope you love it. And we got we. This is just the start of season six. We got the whole rest of season Sky's six. Sky's the limit. What been renewed for a season seven? It's all so, gravy from here. Yeah, we got more to come. Ugh. And I, for one, can't wait. We hope you will join us back when we talk about Riverdale one more time. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. America's typical teenagers. That's us. Bye forever. Blow pads forever. <laughs> so that's Jughead. And I'll close the book. Riverdale. <laughs> Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. 
You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash udamwithkpp for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share. <laughs>